Oh, heck, 2nd of January. Can't do it, Pooh. Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute, everybody. This is the show where we discuss the film mm-hmm. Trading Places one minute Ooh. at a time while Dan makes coffee and Mike has a kombucha. That's, uh, Mike DeMarie over there. Hello, Mike. Oh, it sounds like a mostly empty kombucha. <laughs> Steve Mobley over here. Perfect pitch. That was really good. And hello, Dan. Hi, Dan. How are you? Hey, how you doing? We were just talking about speaking of sweet, sweet music. My, uh, oh, yeah. We were talking about the uh, the bands, how the bands have. See, I just think it's a lot of times because my friends are playing stuff from like that they, when they were a certain age. Yeah. You know, they always just say that I like the music I like only because I'm older and it's because of my age. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't argue with them too much because that is how it works. That's natural. And yeah. yet, I, objectively, I have to think. I do think it's better. It's better yes. than me. And then we were listening to Led Zeppelin, and then and after that they were listening to whatever that dumb, what is it, you know, it's, what is it, Matchbox <laughs> bullshit, whatever bullshit music that came out in 2003 or something. Yeah, and you're just like you don't see the Matchbox. you don't see the com- fucking comparison between these. You, you, when you listen to Led Zeppelin, and you listen to this, you're telling me you don't notice why I like one of them and I don't like the other one. Are you <laughs> out of your fucking mind? This might right, be a well, first quality. off, first off, let's let's slow down. First of all, Dan's shot out of a fucking cannon. Yeah. And what we're doing here, folks, because nobody knows what the hell we're doing, oh, is we had a break between recordings and we were oh, talking God. about music. We had a break and we about said, a let's just let's just hit record and keep talking about it. Yeah. Because if oh, you're, yeah. if you, yeah. Well, I no, just said we that I just about... discovered in my old age, I had just discovered television. I forget if I mentioned this on, on the yeah, show Yeah, you before. did a couple right. shows ago. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Great band. Great band. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. I should have been listening to it since and, my teens yeah. or something. And I commented Dan, on Dan's it. Dan's got a point. I commented on that the television record is great. You listen to it, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's because it's it's very passionate. It's like they really mean what they're doing. There's a lot of passion they're going for it, as they say, and that passion gives it soul. And which is why even a group like Devo, who doesn't yeah. exactly sing with emotionally passion, you could yeah. feel the passion in the music. It's yes. very passionate music, and they got something to say. They mean they got something to say, and and listen, you know, and I just feel like it's like. There's and then later you listen to some other thing and it's like a facsimile of Pearl Jam but a little mm-hmm. harder. And you're like, this is not passion. It's just some guy going in the bears or the bear. And you're like, this sucks. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. This oh, sucks. that was uh, it's not I a time based thing. It's not based on when the music came out because I was. I'll say this also about the Neutral Milk Hotel record, which came oh, out in what two thousand something, right? No, no, that was nineteen ninety. No, ninety six or something. Yeah, whatever it is, it's fucking. It's an extremely passionate record. Mm-hmm. Well, front to back. It's, that's that's it's a front to back. A album. lot of like feeling in it, and it's really rich. Yeah, and it's fucking better. I'm sorry, but it's better. And you don't have to be sorry. Sucks. You're right. Everybody else sucks, and their mu- and everybody that's younger than me, all their music taste sucks. It's true. It does. Hey, you want something that'll make you feel better? Yeah. Here's yeah. a uh, caddy. I know we had another. I I I derailed the Creed, show last Dan, time. Dan's Caddyshack, talking about uh, Creed. Just right, stop for a second, Tom. Oh, Jesus Christ! Let's talk about Creed. No, that's what he was talking about, the band Creed. Okay. That's not what I was talking about. I think he was talking about a number band. of different bands. No, you were saying that that was like the band like that 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 started to do affects from from bands like the grunge bands exactly. and everything and then that whole and then that led Pearl to Pearl Jam derivatives. Right. And then that led to you know, like when Dan scolded his friend in front of me for about trying to say that Death Cab for Cutie is a good band. 
And if you think Mike doesn't know what he's and talking about, you, I remind right. you, he's got a, a Pearl Jam tattoo. So he's, he's legit. <laughs> he knows from whence he speaks. There it is. Oh, my God. No. Right. I like, can't even uh, see it anymore. It's it's in there. You can see the, right, there's there's the beard there. right there. There's the beard and the head. <laughs> oh my started God. out as the stick figure. Then I threw the, the sound guard and buzzsaw around it. <laughs> Fucking 18 years old, Tom. What were you doing when you were 18? Not that. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Uh, you got when that I was shark a... doing curls on your back. Here, look. There's lacy underalls from Tron. I've just found some, a set of Tron trading cards in this box. Oh, my God. Through. It's lacy underalls from Lacey Tron. Lacy underalls from Tron. Yeah, she sent us to her for the summer. Go for it. For the summer. <laughs> yeah, right. Must be a nice change from What's her name in that Manhattan. movie? Manhattan. Uh, neon, le- uh, neon laser, laser alls. <laughs> neon tits. <laughs> what's, what's her name in that one? <laughs> laser alls. Yuri? Lacey. Her name's... Y- Yuri or Yori? I forget. How do I not know that? I'm losing my, my, my Tron cred. Up Yuri's. Goddamn movie made no sense. It made all the sense in the world. Okay, we're here no for sense. minute 22. Minute 22 of Caddyshack. That's what we're here for. Uh, no, we're yeah, not. go ahead. Well, I mean, Caddyshack. You said Caddyshack. Did I say Caddyshack? You did say Caddyshack. Oh, see? Where's my head at? Uh, minute 22. Uh, what is minute 22 of Caddyshack? I think I, it's actually in, near that scene. It's actually right after that uh, dreary old Manhattan scene. Anyway. It starts with, um, with him saying thank you. It does. Coleman says thank you for the delicious crepes that he gets to eat, uh, but then he immediately chucks them into the trash and answers the telephone in the kitchen. And then the minute ends with Lewis realizing that the 2nd of January is not a good date for Mumsy's party. And by, who? What kind of maniac plans a party for the 2nd of January? That's mad. That is a weird day for a part. And it's weird that they, yeah, why'd they go with that? I don't know. Mumsy's out of her mind. Second do of it, January. Poo. It breaks my heart that that line is, I, I quote that all the Oh, can't do it, Pooh. And it, but it gets cut off. It's like, can't do it. Yeah. What year is the, uh, does this movie take place? Do we assume that it's 1983, the year it came out? Or do we think it's like 1982, the year it was likely made? Um, or shot anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. Like you're, yeah. you're wondering what day of the week the second is. That's right. Who plans a party? So it's January second is a Saturday. Okay. On uh, in 1982, although it wouldn't be the beginning of 82, it would be the beginning of 83, right? It being the new year. But I mean, you supposedly just had a big huge bash like a day earlier, and you're still recovering from that. And then you got to go to another big bash like a day later. It's a Sunday. January second was a Sunday in 1983. Okay, so that's a so weird, we, is a especially weird day for a party after a big Saturday night New Year's or a Friday night New Year's yeah. bash. You figure they're probably one of these Stone couples group. that has a. Oh no, he just said the invitations went out, didn't they? So like the 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 wedding. I was gonna say like they probably have tons of time to, you know, have this dumb party. It doesn't have to be right away. Heck, but can't he, do it, boo. Can't do it, boo. I don't know if it's boo or um, poo. We can talk about that next week. But well, the beginning of it is great because it's got lots of Denim Elliott doing some good acting again. Uh, yeah. he's, he does the thing where he answers the phone too casually by accident. <laughs> yeah. You know, he goes, yeah. he goes, hello. And he goes, what do you oh, want? I'm sorry, uh, hello, Mr. What's his name? Duke. Yeah, Duke. This is like the second minute in a row where he's got he's, he's he has to mm-hmm. uh, project this uh, servile pleasantness while also communicating to us, the audience, his... Uh, disgust and disdain of the whole thing yeah it's really good yeah he's and good then, and then as so as so as to make a not too fine a point on it he just calls him a scumbag after he gets off the phone <laughs> right which by the way that was <laughs> no, by the way it was randolph on the phone wasn't it i was i have i i have to assume that that's randolph yeah, yeah. because he because he's a scientific, a scientific experiment. experiment okay yeah 
Well, do you notice how how much how much detailed information he passes on to him in a fifteen second phone call? <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. the yes, whole I understand. Of the movie. I'll make I'll make the arrangements. I'll make the arrangements. So he, Look, uh, you're the boss, so I got to do it. Yeah, you but in me. 15 seconds, he just laid out the plot to him, the and he knows plot. exactly how he needs to fuck his life open. Well, they said earlier in an earlier minute, like we've done it before, so like this could be like you know, make the pick up the red phone and call Coleman, set the wheels in motion, you know, hmm. Project Alpha. Yeah, okay, maybe we're doing it again. Yeah, for the usual. It's weird, but it's uh, does he when he okay? He says like you know, it's your house, and I work for you. Is that like? It's his way of saying do whatever the fuck you want. But I'll I mean, like, like, how does that, do. is it, is it the sort of thing like you work house. at Duke and Duke and so you, if you're higher up, you get to live in one of these places we own and we give you yeah, a they butler put you and stuff. Up the whole thing. It's like building the pyramids. They set you up with their house, <laughs> right. everything. Yeah. So is that's that what uh, they did. They set you up with a fiance. You get all set up with a fiance. <laughs> house. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get offered the job at the beginning, they go, here's the offer. Mm-hmm. And they say it's this much per year in 19, whatever. 83 so you know it's yeah. ninety thousand dollars a year or something and and then and then they go and it comes with the, these terms do you think you get to pick your own fiance like or is there like a like do you there's probably like a menu of fiance not and not and not when the pyramids were being no not during no, but like in, in progressive 1983 do you get to pick you, your own you, female you pick, who from, you get you pick from three or four different models and by models i mean models <laughs> yeah ralph Lauren models mm. all right yeah Sounds like a pretty sweet. I'll deal. tell you what, though, if I brought ice cream to the pharaohs, I'd get to pick my my fiance. Oh my! They'd be fawning all over you. They'd mm-hmm. say, "Like, look, you got you got mm-hmm. uh, you get to pick your butler. You get to pick your fiance. You your car." We've talked about this before, though. When you bring ice cream to the pharaohs, they, they could go both ways. They could go, "You're some kind of uh, weird, uh, dangerous god that you brought that you were able to produce this, and so we're yeah. gonna kill, cut your no, head." Oh, they would never. Roll they it would down never the do stairs. that. Too. Yeah. What's yeah. going on behind you there, Tom? Uh, yeah, I live here with uh, other people. My, my son well, they, just came in. They they're they're not allowed downstairs. in the dugout. But he yeah. doesn't know. Well, <laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't follow all the rules. I don't have that much that, control. Oh, that's what the back of your hand is for. <laughs> Poor kid. Like, he's just sitting at the table. One one box of uh, of cereal. <laughs> we only have one box it's of cereal. One box. One lone box sitting there. We're like, not rich like the Noonans. We don't have like this big long hallway that goes from one section of the ba- uh, mm. you know kitchen to the other. Cereal is like Stonehenge. Cereal's like Stonehenge. It has to be arranged in a certain way to have significance. If you just went to Stonehenge and it was one rock sticking out of the thing, mm-hmm. you'd be like, so what? It's a rock. I suppose so. You no one would even think to look into it. Right. But that you know, uh, you've just proven the case why I got excited about discovering the second box of Cheerios. But never mind. Never yeah, mind. That was last sense. week. Doesn't make any sense. Makes a ton of sense. I'm a genius. No. Or or Harold Ramis is a genius. I don't know. Um Mm-hmm. I like you mentioned the scumbag line. He uh he's actually he's he's disgusted enough by the call that he actually his hand is dirty. He kind of like like shakes his hand a little bit like the hand that was holding the phone. He's like what a yeah. scumbag. He's like, he's like I gotta wash my hand after being on the phone with that Gross. guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nope. good. Coleman, I still nope, I, I, I I feel like I would eat the crepes. I hate that he jumped dumps those crepes in the trash. Yeah, have bad. a little. I mean, because that's the thing is that you ever do a thing where it's like something's going to waste. Yeah. You have a little. Right. Right. Yeah. Waste a little less by having some. Yes, have some. Yes, have some. Yeah. Got some breaking news here. Oh, geez. What? 
Kid Rock caught on camera drinking Bud Light despite so-called boycott. <laughs> I can't believe in anything anymore. What about my heroes? Yeah. Like, if you're going to be that, if you're going to be that much, yeah. If, if you're going to if you're going to shoot up <laughs> cases of Bud Light with an AK-40 or an MR-15, make sure you don't get caught drinking. It's like when it. Don Johnson was caught drinking uh, Diet Coke when he was showing for Diet Pepsi. Video obtained by TMZ shows the star calmly holding the beverage mm, calmly. Is, calmly doesn't care about anything does he? Yeah, he doesn't care that it's a this was like drink. when oj was caught slowly driving down the freeway in a foreign, <laughs> very casually and calmly. In a white foreign SUV. look out <laughs> look out look out i would love speaking, to of, come speaking of bad music is there anybody less talented than that guy which no guy talent there oj or kid, kid rock, rock. <laughs> kid rock and roll no, there is not. No, he just sort of. Why we, it's not even worth talking things. about. He doesn't really have. He any... had that thing that was like literally him just talking over what was it, Sweet Home Alabama or something. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, okay, I could do that, dumb asshole. It's so yeah. dumb. Yeah, I'm watching him right he now. Listen to that. He's uh, talking to some guy in a cowboy hat, and he's idiots. got a, he's got a Bud Light in his hand. Can't do it, Pooh. I <laughs> I actually saw. I walked. It was a New Year's Eve in Detroit. 1993 maybe or 92 uh-huh. and i was at a, a bar in birmingham and we heard all the let's go to this club hell it's called club hell in detroit it was i like remember this, that place yeah it was like a house it was yeah like it was a, a one of those burned out houses kind of yeah 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 it was like one of those burned out like old mansions in detroit like mm-hmm. where it was bombed like bombed out and it was like a hip-hop club it was like an it was a, like mm-hmm. a gangster hip-hop like the gangster rap scene it was like was that Isham? There was like these these rappers from Detroit, and there was like a devil worshipping. That was his gig. Like he was a devil worshipping uh, gangster rapper, and he was like Isham. And oh, weird. so we went in there, and the and it was just like a house. Walking into a house, and they had a like a stage set up there, and it was a big it was a big like bed sheet, and it said Kid Rock on it. Yes. And the show had just ended, and he was it was well, a, I nice. guess it was him. He had long haired you know guy that looked out of place in there with like a wife beater. Uh, tank top mm-hmm. on talking to a bunch of people like oh, that must yeah. be that 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 kid rock guy but this was back it's like in the a, back in those days a brush with greatness nightmarish no yeah. nightmarish yeah exactly a brush <laughs> with nightmare <laughs> why are we talking about kid because he because he got caught that's it's hilarious <clears throat> is it is it such a shock that he's not I mean, I, mean I get it. Like, I think, I think the people at Bud Light were just like completely out of touch with their, their, you know. I've thought about this a lot, actually. Yeah. Not because, because I, I care about you, but because now, since this is coming out months from now, what are we talking about? Remind uh, people oh, of the sorry. heady yeah, days of, of course, a few there months was ago. This big, there was this big controversy where Bud Light came out with a sort of an LGBTQ Bud Light, and they put that. Uh, that uh, trans woman influencer, a trans, a trans influencer. What's her name? I don't, I don't know. Mulvaney no, or something. Famous trans, Dylan Mulvaney, famous trans influencer, and they put her on there. And then Dylan all Mulvaney the too. conservatives got. They were like, they were like, this sucks because Bud lost Mulvaney. their shit. And then, and then it looks <laughs> for all the world like a, a massive, massively out of touch kind of mistake. And they did fire the people. Like I mean, a marketing was, mistake. Like you don't know your it audience. It seems like a marketing mistake, but at the same time, like I wonder about that a little bit. I wonder about hmm. if they don't know a little bit better than that. I find it hard to believe they'd be that out of touch. Like there's no such thing as bad publicity. This will definitely right. get us lots of heat, which is yeah. 
attention, which is sales. Are they really so dumb? Yeah. Because the argument from the right is that like they really are that dumb because it's all people that went through the university education system and where they live in a bubble world where they think it actually does make sense to do that because they don't actually know what real people are like real Bud Light drinkers think about anything because they don't ask Mm -hmm. the classic like politician being out of touch is similar like not knowing the price of it's one of those classic things so that's their argument but I do think it's interesting because I don't think I don't think this is just so not thought through that it's that bad I think that they think a little bit about it don't they am I I crazy I would I would would, it's hard to imagine that they don't I mean, even if they, even if you're right that they come through this from the university uh, background and stuff, where everything was fine and kumbaya and stuff, mm-hmm. they're working for a company that's got. I'm sure they have documents laying out like you know, what their right. what their demographic is and everything and stuff. They, they, they know have that. Jobs. They're not just idiots. It's not. Yeah, like they, they have, have and they have to job. pitch it. They have to pitch it to multiple people. It keeps going up the chain exactly. until they finally right. get signed off. So yeah. everybody saw it. Right. And so they figure if, if everything planned. blows up on us. People will be talking on podcasts months later about Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Yes. For no reason. And mentioning yeah. the name Bud Light, Bud Light, Bud Light over and yeah, over and just over again. Weather the storm. There'll be yes. a storm at the beginning. Exactly. There'll be a drop right. in sales. But then blammo. One day Kid Rock will be at a Colt Ford concert and he'll be mm-hmm. holding a, a Bud Light in his hand. Mission accomplished right there. There we go. Full circle. That was the mm-hmm. canary in the coal mine. Because right at the end of the day, <laughs> these, these, these hill jacks, they fucking love their Bud Light. They, they're, they, he reaches into that cooler and he goes, you know, I shouldn't, but God damn it, I love you. Can't do it. Better than Coors Lights, better than Miller Light. I wish you knew how to quit you. Bud Light. I like right. Miller Light. That's my favorite. I do too. I do too. Miller Light's really? my favorite one. I used, I would drink when I, I was in Michigan during COVID. My friend drinks it all the time. Like he just drinks it in the evenings and stuff. Yeah. And I would, I'd have like a, I'd have like a good beer, like mm-hmm. a Bell's or something. And then I'd go, and then I'd have. Four or five of those yeah. and feel absolutely yeah. nothing. Feel fully hydrated. Yep. Felt great. Was three dollars a pop instead of nine dollars a beer. Yeah. I like that. It's a that's a good beer. Yeah. All right then. Miller Light, everybody. Miller Light, everybody. They don't put Have don't, one you want, don't put anybody on your cans. Just sell your stupid beer, okay? You just sell yeah. the beer. That's don't you know put a trans stupid. person. Don't put a cis person. Don't put anybody on there. Just let it be don't low put, and bro, will you? Right. But yeah. But you go back to saying, like, advertisers aren't that stupid. You ever listen to radio commercials? No. Fucking. Why would I, I ever mean, listen to radio commercials? Why would I ever listen to radio? I'm in the car. I'm in the car. You listen to NPR. You yeah, listen to turn, turn it off. Yeah. The, the worst ever is hassleless mattress. Ha- I'm going to fucking go. I'm going to tell you. Hassleless <laughs> mattress. Your fucking commercials are making me fucking mental. So the whole point is it's they don't have employees, right? That's the whole point. Uh-huh. You look online. You go into a store. There's Obviously, there's a fucking employee there. But that's their mm-hmm. whole point. We pass the savings on to you. You you come oh. and lay on the mattress, and then you buy it online. But every commercial is about people calling up Hassleless Mattress, not wrapping their brains around the fact that there's nobody working there. <laughs> right. And it, it, it's it's and it's all scripted, and you have these conversations over the phone where they're reading scripts. It's it that's you can all. hear the it's, you can you can almost see it on the page. The and you can hear the typing of the yeah the Stephen J. Cannell. <laughs> I don't listen to the radio like that. Uh, that much, but um, I have to tell you, uh, I, I, the only thing I listen to here is this radio station called Calex, which mm-hmm. is the Cal Berkeley student radio station, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a playlist online where they just tell you what every single song you know, as it as it goes, you know, 
And then like, I just keep it on all the time. And a lot of times it's just like, you're listening to it and it's like some kind of really weird music you don't understand from part of the world. Or, and it's interesting, right? But then, you know, occasionally you hear one of those songs from somewhere else in the world, or you hear some style of music, like a, you know, Czechoslovakian garage rock or something from the sixties or some shit, you know, and you'll hear it and you'll be like, this is fucking awesome. And I need this. And then you just look on the thing where they list it yeah, and you, you find, find it. it yours now forever. So it's like a great way to like integrate these different mm. types of songs into here. And you guys could even, I know this sounds stupid, but like if you were to have that website up, right. And just see, I have the playlist up. You could occasionally at random choose whatever the last song was. And one out of every 10 of those, you're going to be like, I'm so glad I heard about this. Okay. Calex, the best either. radio station ever. It's the greatest. Okay. Calex. Dan's getting Cal-X. 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 from them. Bud Light. K-A-L-X. Dan's an, Dan's an influencer. Right. Mm. He's just, he's influencing for Calex. Pretty soon everybody's going to be drinking hot coffee up, out of a he brought clear up Miller glass Light. and wearing a cum robe. Mm. Hey, listen, also, you drive one mile away toward the bridge and the, the radio station goes away. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to be sitting on the, you got to be sitting on the student union lawn <laughs> right. to be able to get it. Statistically, the most get people who get into accidents are listening to that music in that radius. Yeah. yeah. That's sad and funny. I have a Star Wars question for you, Tom. Oh, please do. Oh, is it for me? For me. (laughs) Same joke. No, I sent Tom this link to this. It's like a mystery science uh, theater type of setup. Mike, you're frozen. Your connection sucks. Start over. You're frozen. Start over. Can you hear me now? I didn't do anything. It's the internet. Go ahead. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, well, you can use my audio recording then because you can hear me swearing. You're wasting time now. No, there's a uh, wasting time. With it. Yay. There was this, these clips of the, it's like a mystery science theater type setup where like Obi-Wan and uh, Qui-Gon and oh, yeah. Anakin are sitting there on a couch, like eating snacks and they're watching Star Wars and they're commenting on mm-hmm. it. Like, yeah. What were you thinking here? Blah, blah, right. blah. But I, the one I sent you today, Tom, I was listening to the, they were talking about uh, the the conception of Anakin. Now, uh, I'm just talking mm-hmm. about the, the plot line because I didn't get this. Okay. So is it really like a virgin? Is, is it, Are they mimicking the birth of Jesus with, uh, with Anakin Skywalker? Because yes they're talking no. about, oh, she's impregnated by the force. And so right. was his mother... I'm just going by the plot line. Yeah. Was it... Because I missed it when I when I saw this one because that... They're a little cagey those, about it. Yeah. But yes, there, there. But, it is a virgin birth. She, there was, she says there was no father, uh, and then later, in like, like two movies later, uh, Senator or Chancellor at that point, Pal- no, no, Senator, Pal- I don't know. Palpatine says to Anakin, uh, "Oh, you City Councilman Palpatine, Palpatine, Palpatine." Yeah, Regent Palpatine says that uh, there was this uh, Sith Lord who could <laughs> who could uh, uh, manipulate the Force to create life. So you kind of get the idea that he did that. He himself did that to create. Uh, and he, he never says it out loud because it's I don't know. Wow. Those movies are random and so so Lucas kind of worked that out, but... that kind of like the to to kind of align with the birth of Jesus and the Holy Spirit because that's a, that's the, that's the point is like bit. aligning the force with the Holy Spirit in a sense. Own it. Don't shy away from it. Uh, Own it. Said right there. Mike's all frozen again. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Mike. It's all screwed up now. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter. You ha- you have my recording. You, you can internet be sucks. all recreated. Internet always I know sucks. I do. This will be great. <laughs> Mike is in, cut it Mike is in fun fucking of it. Afghanistan right now trying to come through. Yeah, us. we just want, what are your demands? How, how do we, how do we release Mike? Show us today's It's like paper. the Al Franken, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the Al Franken uh, um, satellite link up. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those are funny. The Al Franken, um, like as soon as he would turn and look this way, he would freeze. Yeah. <laughs> those should we great. just uh, should we just do trivia and get out of here? Mike, can you come on? Mike, are you coming through? Can you hear us? Am I coming in clear? I'm doing fine and clear. He's can you hear me? He's so frozen. What's going on? I'm not frozen. Mike, you suck. Your whole thing sucks. Let's just get through it. Let's just get through frozen it. Room. We're going to do trivia. Hollywood Fox. It'll be a frozen. short episode, guys. Yes. You're not frozen. Oh, God. No, it's not even there. Okay. Whose real knife, who, whose real life Vietnam Adventures is platoon based on? Can you hear on? me? Yes. Okay. Yes. Who's what? Real life Vietnam Adventures is platoon it's based Oliver on. Stone. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. What 1985 movie cast real-life partners Hume Cronin and Jessica Tandy as husband and wife? Cocoon. Which Cocoon. also stars uh, Don Amici. That is right. Two for two. Uh, and, what? and Wilford Brimley. As and a Wilford guy, Brimley. As a 46-year-old man. <laughs> when he's 46. Playing an eight-year-old man. birthday party. You hear me? You hear uh, me? What 1985 movie has been called a junior version of The Elephant Man? I don't know. Uh, the Elephant Kid. The ele- it's a good movie. My dad yeah. with the elephant, elephant. man. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's Please, like the mask? elephant man was my, my dinner with here. Andre. <laughs> yeah, call me mask. <laughs> so call me Ellie. Mask. Elephant man was mask. my dad's name. Is that a weird question? Like, couldn't you say like, oh, I called uh, the Godfather a junior version of the elephant man? Like, it's been called the. Uh, never mind. Okay, <laughs> yeah, what? Mask. Oh, look at this. What oh, Eddie Murphy wow. movie has a similar plot to The Prince and the Pauper? Can you guys think oh! of an Eddie Murphy movie that's a little bit like that? Yeah, Look at that guy. Trading something. A can uh, of Simon Eyes. What Brian De Palma <laughs> a can of Simon Eyes. What Brian De Palma movie opens and ends with a vampire flick <laughs> being filmed? That is a body double. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time and it's really That good. one's supposed to be good. It's good. Oh yeah, you were complaining about Brian De Palma a while. I don't like him. Not a big fan. Go ahead. And what 1987 Touchstone comedy takes its name from a line in Shakespeare's Hamlet? Touchstone is that the produced production company, or Touch, is it, yeah, is the it, company. do they mean that as an adjective? No, capital Touchstone, the company, and takes it from Hamlet. Yes. Say it again. Say the oh, I bet I know. Answer. What nineteen eighty seven? What nineteen eighty seven Touchstone comedy takes its name from a line in Shakespeare's Hamlet? Uh, I think I know the answer to this. Uh, okay, dirty rotten scoundrels. No, I'm going to say uh, outrageous fortune. Starring oh, Danny DeVito. Hey, I was right. Danny sense. DeVito and Bette Midler. Directed yeah. by uh, the Zucker Abrams fellows. Oh, nice last thing they did together. I don't... Well, it's got... Doesn't it have... No, it doesn't have... I don't know. It's okay. It's it's fine. It was big at the time, oh, I remember. But I don't know. I don't know. Do you have to see every oh, movie? It's going to be all right. I'm, I'm being straight with you. On? All right. I don't know. Give me the straight um, dope. I'm afraid to go on, because what if we lose Mike? I'm here. I just t- I shut my camera off to give it to save. Oh, bandwidth. there you go. That's mm. smart. I'm here. Well, see? What do you want to talk about, Mike? Real quick. Come on, let's get right. I've talked about mind? everything I want to talk about. Uh, see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think, you want to? Can what? you oh. hear me? Yes. Sure. So, Dan, I okay. think I think we should have a segment on 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 how to how to write a joke. <laughs> because no, no, don't okay, don't about it? close your eyes and shake your hand because this is right in your wheelhouse and secretly you're like, yes, finally. <laughs> how do you how do you translate the funny thoughts in your head, the funny things that you yeah. say, or yeah. I'm asking for a friend? <laughs> because mm. and how do you craft a joke from that? 
because I was thinking to myself, like I say yeah. things that are funny. That's I make people laugh, but I can't, I struggle when I try to align it to a joke and make it a joke. What are you to How do did here, you, Mike? I'm not trying to do a goddamn thing. I don't want to do any of that shit. I was just thinking about <laughs> it because it helps me get a better, it helps me know my friend better to see how, oh, how does he do this thing? See? So just What's fucking hold your horses. So at the very beginning, like what was yeah. the opening of the door? The saying, I can do this. Okay. The floor is yours. There was no opening of the door and it was, I knew that I probably was going to struggle with it because it's very hard. <laughs> if he's going to go and freeze on you, that's just rude. Ask you a question and then just freezes. The key, Mike, as you're at the key, as your as your internet is, 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 uh, uh, displaying right now is timing. <laughs> this is a demonstration so of what not to do the first step in being funny not maybe, being we'll, maybe we'll get it next time when mike when there's a raccoon chewing on the mike's cord outside his house, right? <laughs> well so, like i uh, i texted in the text check the check the chat listeners everybody check the text uh check, check your chat everybody and check <laughs> it off when you hear me can you hear me <laughs> i can hear you here this is garbage this is absolute garbage we have to get out of this guys okay. this is a shorty gotta get out Talk you gotta off. get out mike i love you dan i love <laughs> you read the text <laughs> god damn it this is awful me? can you hear me read the text read the text <laughs> the text just speaking says, from the other me? side so what if oh, we okay. say yes what if we say yes <laughs> he says, I am with our mothers, Tom. <laughs> oh, That's sad. Bad. Mike has crossed over. He's with his deceased mother and my deceased mother. I'm in the that's, static uh, of the TV. Go into the light, Mike. Go into what do the we light. Got? All are Two, welcome. You got, Tom's, got a, Tom's got a dad. I still have a dad. So Mike's got nothing. Mike's He's got nothing, and you have a mom. Yeah, and so I got a mom. So together all, we got one family. Now we're brothers, finally. We're all brothers. Yeah. That's good. It's beautiful. And that's not I'm a bad orphan. way to end. Mark Matt. I'm an orphan, Larry. <laughs> All hello? right, we need to shut this down because it's going nuts. Hello, um, Mark Campbell. Hey, Mike. <laughs> Mike's just saying hello. Hello, hello. Mike, can you hear us? Mike. Dan, Dan, yes, can you hear me? Coming in loud and clear. I hear everything. I can I hear everything myself? You've said. <laughs> Captain America. Okay, this has been the worst episode of the show. Congratulations. It's all uphill from here. Mike. Uh, please hello. join us next time hey, for minute 23 hello. of Trading Places hello. right here. <laughs> on the chugging along trading places uh, minute oh crap <laughs> can you hear me doesn't matter <laughs> can you hear me it was a stone groove my man you are the most righteous yeah right just get the fuck out man let's go shit hello